Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Hey guys, I'm so excited for this interview today with Allison Carter. We dive into what it takes to create meaningful experiences that are full of memory making. She is an expert with party planning. She is the person that loves to plan parties, find all the incredible elements, and craft just a beautiful experience. And if you find yourself maybe not so good with that, where we lose our joy, while you're planning a party, or maybe you love it, but you just don't have the time. Allison, I think, has some great things for you today. They're called party plans. But what I love about this episode is we really dive into her heart behind why she's created her business, the reasons why parties are so important, and just these environments that we have to create memories. You know, I mentioned that our family axiom, memories take hard work, is so, so true. In this whole episode, I think you'll kind of grasp that. But throughout this, I hope that you realize that as mom, we have opportunities throughout the day to just kind of flip the switch a little bit on the way life normally is and do things a little bit differently and have opportunities to be present with our kids and make memories. So let me tell you a little bit about Allison. Allison Carter is a mom of two. She's the podcast host of Memories and Moments and the creator of Allison Carter Celebrates, a party planning resource featuring guides and checklists for themed parties. She believes every occasion, big or small, deserves to be celebrated and is committed to creating easy yet unique and memorable celebrations for the modern parent. Forbes has named her a party planning expert and she has helped hundreds of women around the world host stress-free, memorable events through the help of her creative party plans. She has also recently had one of her parties featured in Minkle Magazine, which was an exciting milestone. Allison makes party planning attainable for everyday women and takes the overwhelm out of the process. She is here to help us all with her simple yet realistic ideas and tips for making memories and moments that last a lifetime for your family. Okay, let's get to this interview. Well, hey, Allison, welcome to the show. How are things going? Good, Katie. How are you? I'm excited to be here. Doing good. Yeah, we were both just laughing off the air that we're in our closets today <laughs> recording. Mom so, life. Friends, love it. Get it done. <laughs> yeah. So will you start off and share with us more about your journey in motherhood and in business and how you got started? Yeah, I'm a mom of two. I have my daughter Evie is five and Hudson is two. And I was a teacher before I became a mom. And I always saw myself, you know, being a teacher, going back to the classroom. And then I had my daughter and I just couldn't not be with her. And I couldn't wrap my head around what that looked like. And so I decided to take a step back, be a stay-at-home mom with her and did that whole awesome stay-at-home mom playdate co-op situation. (laughs) And then I had my son and I had a very hard transition from one to two. It was very difficult for me to feel very split, not just in two, but I felt like I was split in so many different directions. Like I have to be there for her and nurture what that transition looks like for her. And I had to be with my newborn and I couldn't forget about my husband. And then there was the house. Like it was just, I didn't deal with that 
well. And so I was just living life with a mom of two. And then one day I was having a conversation with girlfriends who I met when Evie was a baby at the local parent baby group. And we just hit it off and did that awkward dance of, hey, what's your name? Do you want to go on a walk one day? And (laughs) like you're trying to, you know, date mom friends and have a lifeline in this crazy journey. So we started going on a walk and we started walking the trail in our town. And still to this day, we walk every single Friday and it's been five years now. And they are like- Yeah, it's, I mean, I would be nowhere without them, 100% dead in a ditch. But anyways, we were having a conversation about birthday parties. And they were just talking about how they, they were in the transition from one kid to two kids also. And our second kids were having their birthdays. And it was kind of this conversation about, I don't know what to do. What are you doing? I don't have the time to do this. This is causing me stress and all this stuff. And I have always been the creative play date hostess or the party planner and coming up with events that we could do together to celebrate like friendship or different things. I've, I've always been a host. I've always been an entertainer. And so for me, the parties were like the fun part. And <laughs> so when I was listening to them and one of my girlfriends is a full-time working mom at Microsoft, she has a big, big job and two kids at home. And I just said, let me take it on for you. And I took her party on and I created it in a very visual way. And then this whole journey sparked a business. And I know we'll talk about my business in a little bit, but I'm wrapping it around to motherhood, I promise. So I started exploring what it would be like to have something outside of my kids and what that would look like and what that would mean for my family. And I reflect back now on a mom that was just sitting there totally drowning, but not realizing it. Like I knew I had a hard time in that season, but when I look back on where I am right now in my motherhood journey and my business journey, I am like a completely different person. And I, I look back on that mom and I'm like, oh my God, I wish that you had this lifeline sooner. Or I wish that you had figured out that you needed something for yourself and that was okay to have something for yourself. Why and- do you think you hesitated with that? I don't the underlying fear, maybe, you know, and this is something I get with a lot of the clients I work with also. And I think that I had to do it all. I was a stay at home mom, which meant my job was doing all the stuff at home. And what I realized with my daughter was I'm a stay at home mom. I'm not a stay at home chef. I'm not a stay at home cleaning lady. And I knew that with my daughter because I couldn't do all that stuff. So I, I mean, I went to my husband and I said, do you want me to be at home? And do you want like dinner or do you want like a clean house? <laughs> Cause I can't do all of it. And I said, I could do the mom thing and I could do like one of the other things. And he's not at all like a, you know, your places at home or anything like that. I mean, he's like crazy supportive, my biggest cheerleader, but I said, I can't do both. So I would like to cook because that's a huge passion of mine. So we're going to outsource the cleaning. And he was like, okay, whatever you need. But then when I threw my son into the mix, I was like, okay, now I need to prove myself even more. Now I have to do this whole like rocking the mom thing with both of the kids dressed and in shoes and looking cute and the parties and and the play dates and the going to school and bringing the snacks to the co-op thing. And it just was this big stigma around what a stay-at-home mom looks like. 
And I'm so over that now, like the comparison thing. It'll creep up every now and then, but I've seen how toxic that is. And it's been a journey to kind of get past all that. And it's something that I kind of try and help my party planning clients with is if it's causing you stress, and if this is something you're not looking forward to, then it's not something that you need to do. And there's a way to outsource it. Like cleaning my house was causing me stress. It was making me feel bad about myself because I was sitting in like a disgusting house. So I chose to outsource it because it wasn't giving me any sort of joy. And I knew someone else could take that on. And that's kind of why role in my business is I take that off of your plate and I give you the fun part of it, but I do all the not so fun part of it for many. And you yeah, I'm, so many good things. Yeah. And I think specifically is the joy aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Like I've talked a lot before about me. Like I sometimes fall into like wanting to be what I call Polly Pinterest and doing all these fun <laughs> Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, it makes me a crazy person. It makes me feel like I'm not enough or I'm not doing enough for my kids or whatever it is. On the other side of that, I see women like you or my aunt is the person that's coming to mind who loves party planning, loves mm-hmm. the details, loves all of that. And this time last year, she offered to plan my daughter's second birthday party. And it was incredible. And it looked like Pinterest. She loves that. I do not. So totally. I love what you're doing. Yeah. I also love your daughter's name. That's my niece's name. Love that. Oh, I love that. Is she an Evelyn? <laughs> She's not. She's just a straight Evie. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. she. Yeah. My daughter's yeah. Evelyn, but yeah, we call her Evie. She's much more of an Evie than she is an Evelyn. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So tell us more about this whole party planning thing. You mentioned the visual aspect yeah. of it. What does that mean or look like? So when I was planning Evie's first birthday, I was, like you just said, a freaking wreck. And it was because I was trying to do it all. And I, someone who loves the creative, who loves the detail, who loves the vision, the planning of it, and I love hosting also. Like all of that is joyful for me. But when I was approaching that huge milestone, which is already one of the most emotional days for a new mom, the day that your baby turns one because you're like, I don't have a baby anymore. That is hugely emotional already. So then when you put on planning a whole party on top of that, it just compounds it to be too much. And so here in my mind, I had to bake everything. I had to make her smash cake. I had to decorate everything. I had to DIY it all. It was it was a beautiful party, but I do not have wonderful memories of that party when I look back on it. And it's something that I'm always going to hate about that time. And I mean, I have memories of her crushing her smash cake and I have memories of her being surrounded by every single person we love. But I also was crying in the laundry room during the party because I was so exhausted and overwhelmed by the whole thing. And after that party, My goal with every party is to not fall into the couch and like, oh, I'm so glad that's over. That's what I don't want moms to do. And that's exactly what I did. And I was like, I am never doing that again. And it made me instantly sad because I love the parties. And I also didn't see myself not having a party, but I didn't know where that balance was. And then I was like, well, crap, what if I have another kid? Then I have to do this two times a year. Yeah, it was like way too much work. And I thought there had to be a better way. And then I just kind of shelved it for a little bit. And then her second birthday kind of rolled around 
around and I started outlining things in a different sort of way and kind of creating a checklist of, you know, okay, here's six weeks out. What do I need to do? Here's five weeks. What do I need to do? And I did that for myself in no way at this point in my life thinking that this would actually turn into a successful business. And so then I kind of planned it that way in her second birthday. Awesome. I had the best time. It was darling. It was farm themed. We had bunnies that a farm brought for the kids to hold and pet. I mean, it was beautiful. It was fun. It was like the best day. It was what I wanted her first birthday to be. Mm -hmm. And then her third birthday came. I had my son. So that was a little, (laughs) he was like uh, three weeks old. So that was a bit of a stretch on that party. And then I had that conversation with my girlfriends and I started a business helping my one friend. So what I do for moms, mostly working moms for the most part, a lot of stay-at-home moms too, but I am kind of the busy working mom's best friend. I take your theme and I plan your whole party for you. I do not come and set it up for you, (laughs) but everything is outlined, done right in front of you in one convenient place. So There's zero need to open Pinterest. There is zero need to have the hundred tabs open with all these ideas and decor links that you honestly, you're never going to do because you're going to have that sitting on your computer and you're like, oh yeah, I'll get to that tomorrow. Oh yeah, I'll get to that tomorrow. And it never happens. And then you run to Target and you run to the party supply store and you get anything you can spend way too much money because you didn't plan ahead. And then the whole thing is a giant nightmare. It's so funny. I was totally not aware of how much went into actually planning a well done party. But my aunt, she called me and she's like, I need a horseshoe. And it was last minute or I need horses or something. So there is a lot that goes into it that I didn't even realize. Yeah. So if you get, I call them party plans. So I have over 50 themes listed on my site and there is none of that hunting because I've already done it for you. So my whole plans are out. The parties outlined start to finish. It has invitations, printable signs, outfit ideas for the main person that you're hosting a party for. I do adults and I also do mostly kid parties, but I do showers too. And I always find a dress or a cute top for the hostess of a shower because it's a big deal to host a party. So you get to have a little treat too. And I have all the decor ideas. And when I say ideas, I have a DIY tutorial for those that want to do a simple project while watching TV after the kids go to bed. Or you might want to involve your kids, but any DIY I find is something you can actually do. Because there are some things out there that the average mom, there's no way that they're going to do that. And I wouldn't even take that on. And I like things like that. And so that's also a very unrealistic part of Pinterest. And then for every DIY tutorial I have, I have ready-made, somebody already did the work purchases for you. So you like that garland, you click it and it takes you right to the spot. Something that I couldn't stand about planning a party on Pinterest is I would click an adorable picture and it would take me to a beautiful blog that I was like, oh my gosh, this party is so beautiful. I can't even handle it. How am I going to do this? And then I zoned in on something I wanted to do. And in no part of that blog was a link to purchase that garland or steps on how to create it or anything like that. So then I found myself trying to come up with a description to see if I could find that banner. And it just became a huge time-sucking mess. And so what I knew I needed to do with these plans is I needed to do all of that hunting. So any picture in a party plan you download is clickable. So if you click it and it takes you right to where you can actually buy that or do it yourself. 
And that was important to me because party planning equals time. So I'm very upfront in you can plan your party for free on Pinterest, but you will spend and waste a lot of time and money. So with a plan, you spend a little bit more upfront, but you save over 10 hours of planning time and you stick to the items in your plan. So you're not having that target wander where all of a sudden your cart is filled with stuff and you're like, hmm, <laughs> how did no, that happen? I, <laughs> I love that you said that because this is a lot of times with my clients, there's a lot of apprehension around charging for your services, charging for a party plan, charging to help somebody quit drinking, charging to help somebody lose weight, like charging to do whatever your expertise is and your results are for your client. Sure. But the value that you bring or that I bring, somebody can sit all day long on Pinterest mm -hmm. and figure out how to start a blog or how to pick a niche or how do I set up my coaching packages? They can do that. You can Google. There's no shortage of information. Totally. The difference is somebody like Allison or somebody like myself, we condense the time for our clients that it takes them to get from A to B to have that successful party. You can have a successful party without the stress through condensing time through your services, your party plans. And I love that. Hey, just wanted to pop in and invite you to screenshot your show today and tag Allison Carter Celebrates and myself at Katie Fleming. We know you're loving this conversation about celebrating everyday moments, but also those big annual milestones that happen. Okay, so screenshot your show and share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. I know Allison and I both would love to hear what you are loving from this episode and how it is impacting you and your family. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so nice when... They're all designed. They're also all my style. I plan every single party for a mom as if I was going to host it for my own kids. So they're very much my own style. And each one, I mean, I want people to be like, oh, that's an Allison's Carter Celebrates party. <laughs> or, you know, because you can see commonalities through a lot of them in what I kind of am leaning towards that season or, or whatnot. But it's just when you have something you can access on your phone, you have something you can access on your computer, it's always with you. And it's all visually designed designed in the theme colors and the backgrounds that kind of go with the theme. So you open it and you automatically have a visual clicking of putting that theme inside of your head to know exactly what your party is going to end up looking like. And that I think is one of the hurdles of party planning because when you're Pinteresting the whole thing and you're like, oh, that party and that theme's cute and that party is cute, but there's no like commonality between the two. So you're then trying to figure out which elements you like from that one and which elements you like from that one and how are they going to look together. There's no guesswork in it because it's all just in front of you. And then you can pick your own adventure. If you're the DIYer, great. If you're the buyer, awesome. If you want to do one activity, pick the one activity from the four I've given you outlines and supply lists for. It really is you make it work for you. And then going back to what I said with my daughter's second birthday, when I created these checklists, every single party plan comes with a checklist that's six weeks out. And this is what saves you the stress. So I always say party plans are essential in saving my mom's time, stress, and money. And I've covered the time and the money, but the stress part, one, it's all in front of you and done, which obviously is helpful in the stress department. But the checklist is the thing I get the biggest feedback on because it gives you your bite-sized jobs. So you're not looking at this whole party like, oh my God, how 
when am I going to find the time to even do all this? You're looking at your checklist and saying, okay, six weeks out, I need to make my guest list and I need to order my invitations. I can do that. Everyone can do that. Check, check. Like, okay, I'm already feeling successful in this situation. Four weeks out, we're going to actually send the invitations in the mail. Okay, I can do that. Done. You know, and it's very much like you look at it in bite-sized chunks. And I even have things, okay, three days before iron your outfit. Because you don't think of things like that. I have on the day of eat a snack, get ready put deodorant on. Because when you're setting up your party and your guests are about to arrive, you're in crunch mode. And if you don't consciously make the reminders to kind of step back and be like, I'm the, I'm hosting. I actually need to be dressed. Maybe I want some lip gloss on. Maybe I don't want to smell like I've been running around setting this party up all day. And I find I get feedback on like, thank you so much for reminding me to take a, eat a snack. Because I have been running around all morning and I would have been starving and mad at everybody if I didn't eat something real quick. So it's just little things. I'm a busy mom. I know what my clients go through. I know what setting up a party looks like. And so I want to just kind of be that girlfriend of theirs saying, I'm here to help you. You're planning your party with me. We've got this. And this is the things that you need to do to kind of run with it. I'll plan your party and you get to take credit for it. That's the benefit and the impact that it has on me. Like I get emails saying, I've never had fun planning a party before until I got a party plan or I cannot wait to see my daughter in front of this table. I'm going to burst into tears. It's, you know, it's just the little things that I'm like, ah, I just love it so much. You know, I create something that is a gift, is a mom gifting an experience to her loved ones. And that just makes me so happy. Mm, I love that. And it kind of answers my next question for you, which was why does party planning matter? What are those reasons why you think throwing meaningful parties matters? Yeah. So this, it's not about the party. And uh, this is actually one of the reasons why I started my podcast, Memories and Moments, because I was getting a lot of this whole, like, it's so frivolous. They're never going to remember. Why would you spend the money? Or that's a lot of work. Wouldn't you rather do something else? And I get that a lot. And my answer is one, which you touched on before, because it gives me joy and it gives me an identity and like a purpose. So I see every party and every experience that I create for my family at, really as a gift. And my love language is gifts and not in the like unwrapping. I'm gifting experiences and memories that my guests get to walk away with and especially my kids. And that to me is important. And parties and special occasions and milestones and the little moments that you're making memories about, that forms your family's story. In my podcast, I ask every single guest at the end, what's your favorite childhood memory? And they are not big. Never. I've never once had somebody say Christmas or a big party or anything like that. It's always something small. And when I look back at my childhood, I have huge memories of parties, but I also have little memories from each of those parties, even my fourth birthday party or whatnot. It's the little tiny things. And if I can help a mom create that little moment or that little special detail at her party that totally honors her child and is kind of like a nod to, you know, where they are or the character they are loving right now or the stage that they're in, I look at parties as just a chapter 
in the life of your family's story. And, and you look back on your kids' birthday parties and you're totally zoned into exactly what they're into. You're not having a party for your five-year-old when they're not even into that thing. My daughter chose flowers for her fifth birthday because she's obsessed with flowers. Like she loves them so much and she had ownership about that. My son's hugely into dogs. So we had a puppy party. The year my daughter was princess obsessed and we went to Disneyland and the princesses were basically part of our family. That's when we had the princess party. And I love looking back at all of those parties and smiling and remembering my kids in those moments. Like, oh, the princess stage was so much fun. And yeah, it's not in any way about throwing a Pinterest party. That's not what my business is about. That's not what my goal is in helping these moms. Uh, My goal is to help them create an experience that is meaningful to them so they're celebrating the occasion. And love that. That is why you have a party. You don't have a party so you can post it on Instagram. You have a party so you walk away with cherished memories of a fun day spent loving on, you know, your guest of honor or whatnot. Yeah. I have thought on this a lot, this whole topic of experiences and just creating an environment to make memories. We have a saying in our family, kind of an axiom, and it's memories take hard work. And sometimes that's money, sometimes that's time. And it can look different in different seasons, but my dad is really good at creating these environments. And the one that's most recent is we go tailgating every fall. Well, now every fall, now that we live in Florida again, but we go to Gainesville to watch the Gator games. And it's Saturdays when the Gators are in town, that's where we are. And he's put a lot of time and money into creating the tailgating landscape. We've got tents, we've got TVs, we've got food. He's cooking on a flat top grill. Like it's spare no expense, but it's yep. for the memories we're making sitting in chairs, sweating our butts off mm-hmm. in August or September yep. in Florida, you know? Yep. And it, I remember walking towards the stadium and I said, dad, thank you. Thank you for this. And he's like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, no, I understand there's value in this thing you're creating. And I, I appreciate it. So not everybody quite gets that. They don't necessarily understand the reason behind you know, the cake or the fancy garland or whatever. But I think the fact that you've got this podcast and you're sharing this message, I am Mm -hmm. so thankful to you because it is the environments that we have the moments with our kids. We have the opportunity to share teaching lessons and just to make memories. And these parties are kind of like a stake in the ground that are mile markers, you know, and it takes our brain, like you said, right back to how were they when they were three? What was she saying? How did she say the word milk or thank you? And oh my gosh, I just love what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I am just having a blast. I just love that when I get to help somebody and my mom was like your dad, my mom is the OG of this. I mean, my podcast is called Memories and Moments because my mom wrote a book called Memories and Moments when my sister and I were young. And I've taken that book and I've given it a 20 year facelift (laughs) by bringing it to iTunes. But it's the same concept of taking life's little moments and turning the volume up just a tad. And my whole goal is giving busy moms very realistic ideas on how to make a little change in their family and in their kids' childhoods. And it is not some huge big undertaking. Like every episode you walk away with just one thing to try. 
about like on the topic or one little shift you can make at dinner time, for example, just to make it a little bit more special, a little bit more memorable for your family. And with parties, I take that stress from you so you can focus on the memories and the experience and the celebration. So you don't have to go into it dreading it. You don't have to go into it trying to prove something, which is a big thing for a lot of the moms I work with. They think, well, I can't outsource my kid's party. I should be able to plan my kid's birthday party. And it's not about that. You're still doing all the work. You're just saving the time up front and actually focusing on the things that you do enjoy, like seeing the party come together, being around your family members, watching your kid crush a cake. Those are the fun parts. I wish I was a fly on the wall at every party that I get to help plan because, I mean, seeing them come to life is one of my life's joys. And that's the fun part. All the legwork at the beginning I mean, for me, that's fun because I love the hunt, but (laughs) most people don't. And so party planning is just, it's just one of those things that has such a stigma attached to it. And I really, really want to, I mean, my mission is to change people's thinking when it comes to party planning. I want to, I put the fun back into it. And that's, I hope that I'm doing with the the work that I'm doing and the moms that I'm helping. And uh, because I really do find, think that it's so important. And I see how those experiences and those memories and celebrations really do impact families. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you kind of touched on how celebration and these parties really celebration in general, doesn't have to be fancy, expensive, or detailed to be meaningful. So do you have any tangible examples of how maybe in your own household, you've included a little element of celebration into everyday life? Yeah. I mean, this is like a day-by-day thing. I mean, today... I've got a son who's recovering from getting a cast broken off or a, a broken leg, and he's two. And so trying to keep a toddler down for six weeks was a real treat. And I've got a daughter who's sick. And, you know, our little moment today is probably going to be having a picnic lunch in our upstairs movie room, we call it, because the whole wall is a projector. So we have a big kind of screen. It's not as fancy as it sounds. But that will probably, when I finish talking to you, we'll probably have a picnic lunch and watch a movie. And they'll think that eating on the floor is like the coolest thing ever. And I really do try to look at my day and find a tiny moment where I can do, like I said, just turn the volume up a tiny, tiny bit. And some days that definitely doesn't happen. And I am not living in this unicorns and rainbows household where memories are just flowing through a magic wand all day long. That's, that's not at all the case. I am just as busy and, you know, stressed often as most of your listeners. So I'm in no way is my household like this. But I do, you know, for an upcoming holiday, I'll have a fun themed family dinner where maybe I put some Valentine's decor on the table and everything that we eat is a heart shape. I'll do like heart shaped waffles and heart shaped bacon. And that will be not even on Valentine's Day because that day's always crazy with classroom parties. So I'll do it on a couple days leading up because that just works for when I can fit it in. And none of this is an overwhelming prep and plan ahead type of thing. If that's you, then plan as much as you want. But I don't have that luxury because if I'm not with my kids, I'm working. And so I don't have just a bunch of spare time 
to do all this crafting things and DIY projects and all of this stuff. But I have a lot of people that that's their jam. And so that's kind of a fun way that they do that. But for the everyday celebration, maybe it's just a touch point and I take my daughter with me to run an errand and we stop at Starbucks on the way home and I get some one-on-one time with her. Or maybe with Hudson, I put ice on a sheet tray and we have like the Hot Wheels go on an ice rink. It's little things that I can do to kind of touch and be present and just make the day a little bit more fun. And this is obviously a lot easier when there's like a special occasion or a milestone or say like losing a tooth. The tooth fairy always leaves a glitter trail leaving out the window when she visits our house and that just brings that magic in. And it's no work on me. It just is a little added step. Yeah. I imagine that when they're grown, they'll say, well, that's how mom did it. And it'll be our, each of our own little unique ways. We bring in magic, like you said, to our daily, our daily lives. And I think the key here is it doesn't matter what you do. It's just that it's something that's jarring both you and your kids out of the everyday Mm-hmm. rhythm and role that we, we get into. And it just brings us back to the moment. For me, an example was a couple of weeks ago, we had Juliana, I think was sick a month or so ago. And it was like that five o'clock time frame where everybody's losing their mind. Then you have a sick kid and, and <laughs> oh my goodness. You're so done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it was, I think, I don't know, it was some blogger. I think it was Susie. I can't remember what her handle is right now. Busy toddler or something. She posted oh, about yes. Love her. popsicle baths. And I was like, you know what? Get in the tub, kids. It's popsicle yep. bath time. Yep. And, and then I was like, you know what? It's Monday today. The day that it was, it was Monday. And I was like, let's just do this every Monday. Monday is popsicle bath night. So now that's what we do. And it's number one, it keeps my other child. She's very all or nothing kind of a personality. So with her, it's like, if I give her a popsicle one night, she wants it every night. So now the rule is every Monday is popsicle baths. And it's just this new rhythm we found ourselves in. And you know, some weeks we might not do it. There's not like, I'm not rigid about it, mm-hmm. but it is just an opportunity for me to like sit there with my kids and talk a little bit more in the bath time than I normally would. It gets me out of that hurried state and it's memorable, you know? Memories 100%. <laughs> Yep. I love that. And it's about showing up. And right now we are in a go, 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 go. We're doing something and we're on to the next thing and then we're on to the next thing. And it very much is like, I don't know, moms almost get like celebrated for being busy. They win some sort of prize or something. It's like a something to prove. And I don't want to be busy because that means I'm like hurried all the time. And that is triggering for me and my anxiety. So that constant go, go, go is just very stressful for me. So I can't get into that lane. And so when I just kind of slow down and think about showing up and being present, regardless of who I'm with, if it's my kids, my husband, my friends, you know, we just don't have that presentness be a priority all the time. And we lose a lot of that. And that's really at the core of all of this is that we're creating a moment where we're being 100% present for the people that we love. Mm, That's so good. So good. Well, as we wrap this up today, I would love for you to fill everybody in on how they can connect with you and hear more about what you have going on and these party plans. Yeah, you can find all information at alisoncarterscelebrates.com. And that is my social on 
all social media also, just Allison Carter Celebrates. And if you go to allisoncartercelebrates.com slash party, that's where all of the party plan themes are listed. I have over 50 on there. And if you don't see the theme listed, I have an option to get a custom plan where I will start from scratch and plan your whole party for you in a couple days and email that right over. So anytime you purchase a party plan, it just, you click it, you buy it and it downloads immediately and you're ready to roll from there. And then I would love for you to check out the podcast Memories in Moments. And that's kind of what we've just been talking about. Every show is about a little tip or an idea or theme about how to create some of these memories in a super realistic way for our busy lives. Mm, I love it, girl. Well, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing all of this. You're welcome. Thank you for asking me. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. If you are new to the Ambitious Motherhood podcast, welcome. You are now a part of the family. Hit that subscribe button and we will talk with you on the next episode.